Have you reached midlife or beyond and find yourself aching for a more fulfilled life? Do you long for something bigger to light you up or set you free? Then this is the place for you. I'm inviting you to join me in some insightful conversations with extraordinary humans, all striving to live our best life in the second half of life. I also share some of my personal discoveries in creativity and growth. I'm Patty Diener, an author, an entrepreneur, and a seeker of the best life possible in our beautiful second act. So let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beautiful Second Act. I'm Patty Diener, your host. I'm excited that you're here with me today. And today we have a solo episode with me entitled, Get Rid of This Belief and Your Life Will Be Changed Forever. Before we get started with the episode, though, I wanted to first talk to you about something that's coming up. It's Beautiful Second Act Membership. Now, uh, we started out this whole shebang with Beautiful Second Act Facebook group. If you haven't joined that yet, I really recommend that you hop on over there today. Uh, Look us up, Beautiful Second Act Facebook group. It's really easy to join. Uh, I think there's three questions it asks you, and then uh, you're in. And then... um, Once you're there, you'll enjoy the community of people that are all striving to live our best life in the second half of life. It's uh, also got a Friday Night Wine Live and Sunday Morning Coffee Live. And it's really just a supportive group of folks in midlife or beyond. And we're definitely there to elevate each other and live fully. So then we started the podcast. I say we because I bring all my folks along with me, right? The podcast has been going since May of 2021. And we're really just growing with enthusiasm. And I thought, why not start a membership? So the Beautiful Second Act membership is coming on real quick here, you guys. Stay tuned for more information about it. You'll hear a lot more about it um, also in the Facebook group if you join today. And what would you expect to find in this membership? Well, it'll be monthly themed activities to support and motivate you in the second half of life. Things such as mojo mentoring. Uh, activities to promote enthusiasm, fun prompts for setting monthly goals. Of course, there's going to be a book club, y'all, with Patty's Picks and exclusive monthly themed online group sessions. There'll be entry to special guest chats online and VIP pricing for in-person events. There'll also be an entry to monthly drawing for a free one-on-one discovery session with me and fun bundles to keep you upbeat and energized. All this, and you'll be able to experience this monthly very soon with the Beautiful Second Act membership. So stay tuned for more on that. Okay, you guys, let's hop into today's topic. And like I said, it's get rid of this belief and your life will be changed forever. So what belief am I talking about? I'm talking about that belief that a lot of us have that we think that by protecting ourselves from things that scare us or cause fear, it will keep us safe. But that's really not living. So I'm going to say that again. You might think that by protecting yourself from things that scare you or cause fear, it will keep you safe or your loved ones safe. You guys, I'm here to tell you, I'm living proof that that does not work. You will not be happy. All it does is trap you. It's a trap. And as time goes on, the more and more you try to control situations in this life, the more and more trapped you're going to feel. Um, I've been doing a lot of deep soul searching. I'd probably say um, it's been close to a decade now, but since 2020, and if any, if you guys have been following along with me at all, you know that I've talked openly about the fact that I am 
that I'm a recovering uh, control fanatic. I'm, I've recovered from uh, major anxiety and depression that I had for decades in my life. Um, and I thought, and I know that this is something that a lot of people have, I thought strangely that by doing X, Y, and Z in my life that I would be able to literally keep bad things from happening to either myself or loved ones. And it's an exhausting way to live, you guys. It is so exhausting. First of all, it's unattainable. Second of all, um, it's just not living because what it is, is you are, instead of letting situations in life move through you, move past you and, and, and go on about your day, you end up holding on to them. And as many um, of my mentors will say that what you put your energy to, it will grow. So whatever you focus on, whatever, whatever you continue to feed, and I call the thing in my brain the monster, if you feed the monster, the monster will grow. The more you focus on these things, the more it takes over on your life. For example, um, I used to be really scared about my kids getting in cars with other people that weren't my husband or myself. And I had this terrible phobia that something bad was going to happen to them if we weren't with them. Um, and literally, if, if, if my husband and I were not the ones in control of the car. So how stupid is that? Like, Because anything can happen to any one of us at any time, right? But I thought that the two of us were the only ones that were ever going to be able to protect our children. So I would, whenever I'd put them in a car with anybody else or whenever they rode a bus or anything like that, I would play this scenario in my head and it was so paralyzing. Um, I, I just, you know, it's trying to stay on top of things like that. And then, um, telling myself, no, you have to, you know, visualize a better outcome. And I had to protect, you know, I had to practice doing that. Um, it was just so exhausting to live that way. And now of course my girls are 28 and, uh, almost 25 and I'm telling you, for, the, <laughs> for their entire lives growing up, up until about 10 years ago, I was a nut job about that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about even, even situations in, in a job or um, it's like when you feel like you're in control of a situation, you feel like things, you know, won't go wrong or you can combat um, the difficulties that you, that may arise because you think that by you being in control that you can keep things from happening. <laughs> well, there are certain things that we can control, but not everything in life. And quite honestly, I don't want to anymore. I've learned over the last few years, specifically since 2020, how very little we have, uh, in our life that we can control and how freeing it is to learn to just let these things pass through us. Michael Singer has this book out called The Untethered Soul. And in it, he talks a lot about how fear is an object. And that you, if you, if you are truly just in your soul, sitting back as the observer of everything going on in life, and if you're not a reactor and you're sitting there and observing, you can see that fear is actually an object. It's something that you can let go by, just like a car. It, once you see it, um, even if it's something that's frightful, you can acknowledge that you're feeling the way you're feeling and, you know, don't try to suppress it. Don't try to pretend it's not happening, um, but allow yourself to feel whatever it is that you're feeling because by allowing yourself to feel it, you're experiencing it, but it is just a feeling. Again, another object, you let it pass through you and then you you're able to 
give yourself permission to feel how you feel. You're not beating yourself up over how you feel, but then you're also allowing it to move on. Just like a moving car. When you see the car coming at you, you see it, you observe it, you let it move on. You don't sit there and obsess about the car all day long and you don't think about it because he gives an example in his book about, uh, you know, you, you, as you're driving, you see all these different cars and you don't sit there and obsess about them. You don't think about them again once they've passed. But say you see a blue Mustang that has um, a person in it that looks like your ex. Then all of a sudden you're focusing on your ex. You're, now you're living in the past. You're thinking about a scenario that happened in the past and that's an anxiety feeling or an anxious feeling or fearful that you think that that person is, you know, hurting you in some way because maybe uh, you see them with a, in, a, in the car with another person and you think you're, they're cheating. Now your mind is not on where you're at. You're no longer where you are. You are no longer wherever it was that you were a few minutes ago. Now your mind is with that car and the Mustang somewhere and, and it's, it's growing. The intensity is growing because you're focusing on that. Like I told you, feeding the monster. So the more attention you give something that is not really where you're at and not in the moment, the more it's going to take over your life. So that's your fear. That's the fear that you had. You're letting it take over your life. It's growing and it's building and your focus is not really on what you're doing or who you are or what's going on around you. You're literally somewhere else. You've allowed yourself to be somewhere else that you're not because your focus isn't where it should be. In the book, The Untethered Soul, Michael Singer says this about fear, and I really, this really hit home for me, you guys. On page 72, he says, as you grow spiritually, you will realize that your attempts to protect yourself from your problems actually create more problems. If you attempt to arrange people, places, and things so they don't disturb you, it will begin to feel like life is against you. You'll feel that life is a struggle and that every day is heavy because you have to control and fight with everything. There will be competition, jealousy, and fear. You will feel that anyone at any moment could cause you disturbance. All they have to do is say or do one thing, and the next thing you know, there's disturbance inside of you. That makes life a threat. That's why you have to worry so much. That's why you have all these dialogues going on inside your mind. You're either trying to figure out how to keep things from happening or you're trying to figure out what to do because they did happen. You are fighting with creation and that's what makes creation itself the most frightening thing in your life. Oh my gosh, you guys. I mean, <laughs> are you exhausted now? Are you thinking about how, you know, when, when you are a fearful person and you truly are trying to control people, places, things, situations, if you're always trying to stay one step ahead of everything, isn't that exhausting? So what do you do? What do you do when you are a person that has anxiety or a person that lives in fear all the time or a person that feels that you have to stay one step ahead or that you have to be the one in control in order to not let something bad happen? First of all, I found meditation to be a great tool. Um, there's lots of ways to meditate though. And, and that, that's such a, like a huge broad stroke of saying just meditate because that doesn't solve the problem. It's learning how to meditate and what type, of, what type of meditation will work for you. And by that, I mean learning to let go. So if we want to get into the woo-woo side of this even more, you guys, um, I talk about chakras in my Sunday morning coffee live sometimes. So if you've not joined our beautiful second act Facebook group. You may not know about this, but I do talk a lot about, about our chakras in our body. They're like these energy fields within ourselves. And um, 
If you are suppressing fear by trying to push it down and trying to control things and trying to stay on top of things, you're holding on to it. You're not letting it pass through you. So you literally have blockages in your, in your body that um, cause you pain. You can become physically in pain from fear. A really easy example is, you know, when you're stressed out, do you feel it in your back? Do you feel it in the back of your neck? Do you get a headache? Do you get a stomach ache? Does your chest get tight? I mean, some people even get nauseated. So that is all created biologically through a psychological situation. So unless you can let go of the psychological stuff that's going on your inside in your brain, you're going to be disturbed by the things on the outer world. So meditating really helps me. I've learned that just by saying, let go and let God, that didn't do it for me. Yes, I believed in a higher power, but still saying to let go and let God didn't work for me. And then other people would say, well, when you don't let go and let God, that means that you don't trust God. Well, you know, that also, all it did was make me feel guilty. (laughs) So those types of things were not helping me. But to give me an actual tool, something that I could do. Um, It was, what really helped me is when I could sit in meditation and be guided. Um, I I like to use people like Deepak Chopra. He has wonderful guided meditations. Um, Also, Dr. Joe Dispenza, he has some guided meditations. I love to listen to Gabrielle Bernstein. She also has some guided meditations. But when you do these guided meditations, pick one that is going to focus on whatever it is that's bothering you whether you're stressed, whether you're having a health issue, um, whether you're not sleeping, but there's lots of different ones. But once I get into a good guided meditation, depending on whatever it is that I'm having trouble with, by letting go and not trying to force life and trying, not trying to be in control, um, I find myself relaxing and then I'm able to visualize a more peaceful life and realizing also that by giving myself the permission to feel whatever I feel without guilt, without shame, without trying to justify, um, I end up feeling a lot better because, you know, life can really be a challenge and things are going to come up that do disturb us. Sometimes it's tragic things and it's not easy to, I hate the words get over it because I don't think we should ever really get over things, but I think what we can do is learn to let go. You can let go of something and still carry something with you that is peaceful. So in other words, say, um, say you lose a loved one. Um, you're never going to get over that. I hate those words, but the fear of losing a loved one is crippling you during the times that you have them and it's a waste of time and energy for beautiful moments that you are having and or could have when you're worrying about something that hasn't happened yet. But if you do lose someone or if you do go through a very traumatic experience, feel the feelings that you're going to feel. Let them come up. Let them rise up. And don't tell yourself you have to get over them and don't justify in your head reasons why you should. Instead, feel how you feel, but then also you can carry the love that is in your heart instead of carrying the anger or the resentment of losing them with you. Let go of the parts that are actually not serving you and carry the beauty instead, keeping an open heart. So like your chakras, if they are closed, 
I'm using the heart as an example because the heart chakra is the one that we can most identify with. Most people can understand. Why do you think people say about having a broken heart? Okay. Because when you feel pain or when something bad happens, you tend to feel it in your emotional center of your heart center. Okay. So do you think that it's best to just shut down and close down after losing someone? That's not going to help you. Actually, it will cause more biological problems within your body by closing down. Instead, keep your heart open and feel the feelings that you have and be grateful for the love that you had. And if you have anger and anxiety and depression over it, it's okay to acknowledge those things by seeing them and visualizing and saying, yes, I see that. Yes, that's part of my grieving process and it's going to come up. But don't beat yourself up over it and don't close yourself down in a way because of a loss or because of a tragedy. Instead, learn from it, grow from it, we're here as spiritual beings. We're, 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 live, we're spiritual beings with a, having a human experience. And so we're supposed to grow. Things are going to happen in our lives. And it's all about not being afraid of what might be happening next. Living in the moment is the only way. It is so hard to wrap your brain around, though, if you are a person like I was for decades of my life where I felt the need to control things in order to protect myself. So to get back to what we started with, with getting rid of the belief, um, the belief is get rid of the belief that you can protect yourself. By believing that you can protect yourself from these things that scare us or that cause fear in our bodies or um, you know, fearful that we might lose somebody or fearful that something will happen or fearful that, you know, we may not get an account at work or fearful that we're, um, our partner will screw up the account at work or whatever it is that you're fearing. Even in that moment, realize that not everything is in your control and most things aren't. So find what works for you to be able to learn to see it, the fear, whatever it is you're fearing, acknowledge it, Figure out where it's affecting you and your body. Then focus on that part of your body that is tense or uncomfortable, wherever the disturbance is in your body, and let that go. And then tell yourself you're okay or you're going to be okay or that you trust that everything is going to work out. And even in the most difficult situations, like I have friends that currently have cancer, I have friends that have cured cancer, and I'll tell you how, because they changed everything in their life, and the number one thing that they changed was getting rid of all the fear by learning to live in the moment, by not living in a toxic environment that constantly made them feel like they were beating their head up against a wall. When you learn to let go of fear and you start learning to live in the moment, when you start having gratitude and practice seeking joy, these things will help you immensely. And one last thing, you cannot be in fear when you're in gratitude. You cannot do both at the same time. If you're in gratitude, true gratitude, I don't mean half-assed gratitude, you guys, where you're saying, oh yeah, well, I'm thankful for this, but no. When you're truly in true gratitude with appreciation for whatever it is that you're grateful for and you're having a mantra that you're saying I'm grateful for, 
and I have gratitude for. When you're in that true, true state of appreciation, you cannot simultaneously have fear. So learning to let go of the fear, and even when fear is there, just say it's an object, you're acknowledging it, and you can let it pass through, just like a car on the road. You will feel free. It will change your life forever. So I hope that this uh, little chat that I had with y'all today resonates with someone out there, (laughs) hopefully you that's listening. Listen, you guys, if you have any questions for me in regards to Beautiful Second Act, anything at all, go ahead and send me an email at patty, that's P-A-T-T-I, not patty with a Y, I'm patty with an I. So send me an email at patty at beautifulsecondact.com. And um, I'll get back to you. And I really appreciate if you've got questions regarding the podcast or about the Facebook group or even questions about the upcoming membership. Just drop me a line and I'll get back to you. Also, follow me on Instagram at beautiful second act. And that's beautiful underscore second underscore act. And um, I just really appreciate your time here. I know that you guys are super busy and that you spend any time here with me at all. It just means the world to me. Also, if um, this podcast resonates with you at all, it'd be wonderful if you could either rate or leave a review. I'm interested to know what you guys are thinking about this show out there. And um, don't forget to subscribe if you're listening on Apple or follow on any of the other platforms. And thank you so much. Thanks again. And come back and hear more Beautiful Second Act podcast next Tuesday and every Tuesday. Cheers. Cheers.